You're listening to the Table Church Podcast. The Table is a community in Orville, California that aims to follow Jesus by doing what he did. Love God, love our neighbors, and serve those in need. Find us at thetablechurch.net, Instagram, or Facebook. And now for the message. Hello, everyone. Hi, it's Pastor James and Pastor Aaron, and we're going to do something unique today. And you know, this is not the way we wanted to start the new year, but with things as wild as they are out there, we, we want to continue to worship together. And we're going to do something different. Um, for 250 years, churches all over the world have been doing this thing called a renewal covenant service or a covenant renewal service. And essentially what it is, is we, we take the Sunday, usually the closest to the beginning of the year, and we rededicate ourselves to the Lord. And so that's what we're going to do today. It's different for us. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of call and response that's going to be happening. Um, but we have a couple songs in there. So it's going to be unique. You could talk in your heart. You could talk out loud. We're going to talk out loud. There will be some stuff on the screen that says leader. And there will be some stuff on the screen that says people. And uh, we're going to be the people. You and I and Aaron, we'll, we'll figure that out. And the leader is going to facilitate us walking through that. And so this is what it's going to look like. Quite a bit of this, probably about 30, 35 minutes of this today. And so Aaron and I are going to switch off being leader. I'll be the leader first, and uh, we're going to get going. Before we do that, can we pray? Thank you, Father, for this time. Thank you that we could gather in your name. Would you be with us? Would you be blessed by what we're doing? Uh, as we come before you to renew our hearts to you, uh, would your Holy Spirit be present with us? And we say these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. You are the one true, true God, God who reigns forever. forever. <laughs> oh, there's an opening prayer right here. It says, Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. And everyone said, Amen. Amen and amen. Psalm of the day. I'm going to let Aaron lead us through the psalm. Okay. The mighty one, God the Lord, speaks and summons the heart, the, the earth, from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out, Out of, of Zion, Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silence. Before him is a devouring fire and a mighty tempest all around him. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me, my faithful ones, who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We have a couple low-key, down-tempo songs we would love for you to sing with us. This one's an older hymn, and then we have one that is more contemporary. Shall rise to thee. 
my shepherd I won't be wanting I won't be wanting He makes me rest in fields of green with quiet streams Even though I
house of God forever. Cause you are with me, you're always with me. Shepherd's staff comforts me, you are my feast in the presence of enemies. Surely goodness will follow. of God forever in the house of God forever thank you father for this time as we hear now and receive your word would you speak to us would your word transform us we say these things in Jesus name amen and amen we are. I was say next time we should stand up. I get stand, my diaphragm a little. Stand up and sing. Huh? <laughs> Sitting down is hard. Uh, we are not having a full sermon today. Just a few short points. Uh, the gospel is the sermon. Hearing Jesus speak is enough. Um, I have a few short points to pull out of what I think is going on. Very famous passage from John 15. Um, it's uh, not 18. It's 1 through 8. And it's about Jesus being the vine and we are uh, the branches. I'm going to read the first paragraph. Aaron's going to read the second one. Mm -hmm. Jesus tells us, I am the true vine, and my father is the vineyard keeper. He removes any of my branches that don't produce fruit, and he trims any branch that produces fruit so that it will produce even more fruit. You are already trimmed because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me or abide in me, and I will abide in you. A branch can't produce fruit by itself, but it must remain in the vine. Likewise, you can't produce fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, then you will produce much fruit. Without me, you can't do anything. If you don't remain in me, you will be like a branch that is thrown out and dries up. Those branches are gathered up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. 
My Father is glorified when you produce much fruit, and in this way prove that you are my disciples. Four quick points. I think the first thing that Jesus wants us to know is that Jesus is the source of life. In this, uh, in this analogy, uh, he's the vine, and we're the branches that are connected to him. And so the more that we remain and abide in him, the more that we tap into that life. The second point I think Jesus is telling us here is that he wants us to remain and abide in him, which is a beautiful picture of relationship, right? Jesus doesn't just give us a mission and tell us to go out and do it on our own uh, volition or of our own strength. Uh, the purpose he, he, he's telling us is that our life mission in this verse, in this passage, is that we stay connected to Jesus, that we remain and abide in him. It's an invitation it's an invitation to be in connection, in relationship, into intimacy, uh, to be near and close and all around and inside of Jesus. This is Jesus' invitation to us. Third, what he says here is if we want to do meaningful work, if we want to be fruitful, we need to stay connected to the vine. In fact, the part that Jesus, uh, that Aaron just read, I almost called her Jesus, to me, she's very important, um, is that... He says, you can't do anything without me, right? Apart from me, you can do nothing. And, and Jesus is using some hyperbole here uh, to convey that if we want to do meaningful work, meaningful kingdom, meaningful spiritual work, then we need to stay connected to Jesus. There's this helpful diagram that we use that's called the semicircle. And, and it's really about a, a work-life balance. And so on one side, where am I? One side, you have abiding, you have remaining, you have resting. And, and this has to do with... with uh, the Father, Jesus says, pruning, pruning. Sometimes uh, there's going to be seasons where, where God cuts stuff out of our life, cuts things back in us, cuts things maybe that we even love, right, out or cuts back, asks us to get rid of. Mm -hmm. But it's for good, right? It's so that we can rest. The, the pruning season leads us into a resting season. And then... Jesus says he does that. He prunes so that we can bear even more fruit. And so then there's the other side of the pendulum. Where are we? That's about work. That's about fruitfulness. That's about doing uh, valuable stuff for the kingdom. And so it's about growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I just got an image, uh, well, a, a little, a little uh, demonstration. Okay, so I don't know. Do you know my fiddle leaf fig plant yeah. outside? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if any of you have ever... They're fickle. Owned a fiddle fig leaf plant, but they are very um, easily easily killed. Um, so, um, and so I'm so much so that I'm part of a fiddle fig leaf plant group on Facebook, yeah. and there's all these people sharing all their stories. Anyway, of uh, just like how like they name the plants and how like they give them names because they don't want them to die, and they think, oh, if I name this thing, then I'm going to keep it alive longer. Anyway, and so one of the things that they talk about there on how to get another branch to grow off of this like very fickle fiddle leaf tree is you have to break off one of the gorgeous leaves that you feel like has been just taken up. It's, you don't want to break it off because it's so gorgeous and you're so afraid that if you cut it off that nothing else is going to grow again. Absolutely. But Time and time again, people post their photos of this gorgeous leaf. They've torn it off, and then a little branch starts to grow. And so, I don't know. That's what. Perfect that's image. the little. Perfect image. image because I got. 
being pruned, being trimmed isn't fun. It hurts. It's awful. It's scary. And it was so pretty. The <laughs> leaves are so pretty. The thing we were doing, yeah, it was normal. It was pretty for us. But there's going to be times where God's pruning our life so that we can be even more fruitful. Oh, and the branches that grow from these trees after, you're like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I have cut that off earlier so I could get this branch started sooner? Anyway. We have uh, Aaron's parents have a neighbor who has a vineyard. And he said the first time he planted it, he, someone came and helped him trim it all back. And he says, you trim it back so much you think it's never going to recover. You think it's going to die. That's the scary part of being trimmed. But God knows what God's doing. And God, Jesus says, the father is a wonderful vineyard owner, knows exactly what he's doing. But it's going to be hurtful. It's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's not going to be comfortable. But it's going to be ultimately for our own uh, benefit. So the first invitation is to rest. The first invitation is to remain. The first invitation is to abide. Anything we do needs to come out of that, which is the last point that I think Jesus is trying to make and that we need to learn desperately in our culture, uh, even as us, but wherever. We work from our rest, not for our rest. Rest is not something we earn. Jesus' first invitation to us is abiding, remaining, and resting. Mm -hmm. God will do the work in us to help us be fruitful our job, if I can use that word, is to remain, to abide, to rest. Which that last one's pretty countercultural, I think, because if, I mean, if you work outside the home or if you work on, you know, I don't know, just like a typical nine to five or something, that's often what, what you hear in the workplace is, yeah. I'm working for the week. Oh, it's almost Friday. Everybody's it's almost Friday. <laughs> yeah. And we call it the weekend, but yeah. in reality, especially in Christian culture, Sunday is the first day of the week. Mm -hmm. This is, it's not the end of the week. It's the beginning of the week. God in God's providence has provided for us. The first day is the day that we should rest and abide and remain in Jesus. And we work from that, ultimately with God's will. That's all the points I have about this passage. The reason it comes up in this uh, service and ceremony is because we're going to be renewing and rededicating ourselves to the covenant of abiding and remaining in Jesus and letting Jesus do the incredible work that Jesus wants to do. Amen? Almost in every service, uh, there's a time of confession because we need to own the things that we've, where we've messed up, where we're broken, where we're sinful, and where we've done wrong. And so this is going to be a time of confession, general, and then there will be a time at the end of silence, just a second, brief 30 seconds, for you to confess personally the things that are going on in your life. Do you want to lead or do you want me to lead? You can lead it. Thank you. It's a prayer, prayerful attitude and posture. We are those who seek to live as true disciples of Jesus Christ, but sometimes we fall short. Let us now examine ourselves before God humbly confessing our sins and submitting our hearts so that we do not deceive ourselves and cut ourselves away from God. Let us pray all together. Father, Father God, God, you have set forth the way of life through your son, Jesus Christ, whom you love dearly. We shamefully confess that we have been slow to learn of him and have been reluctant to follow him. You have spoken and called to us, but we have not listened. You have revealed your beauty to us, but we have been blind. You have stretched out your hands to us through our friends, but we have passed by them. We have accepted your gifts and offered little thanks. We are unworthy of your unchanging love. We now confess to you our sins. 
Please forgive us for the poverty of our worship, for the selfishness of our prayers, or our inconsistency and unbelief, for the ways that we neglect fellowship and your grace, for our hesitation to tell others about you, Jesus, or the ways we deceive others. Forgive us for when we waste time and when we misuse the gifts you have given us. Forgive us for when you have made excuses for the wrong things we have done and when we have purposefully avoided responsibility. Forgive us that we have been unwilling to overcome evil with good and that we have not been ready to carry our cross. Forgive us that we have not allowed your love to work through us to help others and that we have not made their suffering our own. Forgive us for those times when instead of working for unity, we made it hard for others to live with us because of our lack of forgiveness, inconsiderate judgment, and quick criticism. Mm. Forgive us for For when when we have have not tried to reconcile with others and when we have been slow to seek redemption. Forgive us also for these sins that we now silently confess to you now. Wandering from the 
assurance and pardon for our sins and confessions. Please lead us. God, the Father of all mercies, is faithful to cleanse us from our sins and restore us to Christ's image. Praise and glory be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Here now is the most famous part of this this renewal, this covenant renewal service. Uh, There's a prayer here. It's a little bit longer and it's one we're all going to pray and it's the most famous words to come out of this Here is the intro to that. Let us gathered here before the Lord now in covenant, Jesus Christ, we offer you this prayer. Let Let me be be your servant. servant. Let Let me follow your commands. I will will no longer follow my own desires. I give myself completely to your will. The power and strength to live as true servants is given to us in Christ. We accept the place and work that he gives us, acknowledging that he alone will be our reward. I I am not my own. I am yours alone. Make me into what you will. Rank me with those you will. Put me to use for you. Put me to suffering for you. Let me be employed for you. Let me be laid aside for you. Let me be lifted high for you. Let me be brought low for you. Let me be full or let me be empty. Let me have all things or let me have nothing. With a willing heart, I freely give everything to your pleasure and disposal. Hear now the benediction, uh, the going in peace, the final good word 
to you all. May God, the Father, who establishes covenant relationship with those who seek to enter the kingdom, be with you always. May Jesus Christ, who seals the new covenant with his blood on the cross, bring you peace, and may the Holy Spirit guide your life both now and forever. Go in peace to serve the Lord. Amen and amen. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Have a lovely week. Go in peace.